You're listening to the Ambition Incubator podcast, and I'm your host, Deirdre Morrison. My thing is helping people understand how our brains work so that we can be better and do better in any area of life that's important to us. So as well as bite-sized brain science, I'll be bringing you interviews and advice from experts and guests who specialize in working with entrepreneurs and leaders to help them explore potential, possibilities, and ways to be more effective. And the best bit? We can start right now. Today, I'm joined by Andrea Lukacs, a coaching practitioner based near Vienna in Austria. Andrea is particularly interested in situations that leave people feeling as though they don't have any power over their lives. And we talk about simple but effective ways of changing these feelings. We also discuss the ever-relevant notion of self-care and why it's something that we need to pay more attention to if we want to be at our best, either personally or professionally. I was wondering if I could ask you, Andrea, a little bit about something that I know you are very specifically interested in. And this is when people have been through an experience in their lives and they feel powerless and you you help them to take that feeling of having some power or some control in their lives back. Can you tell us a little bit about how that, well, first of all, I guess, what sort of situations can result in people feeling that they don't have power anymore and then how it is that we can work with them to help them get it back? First of all, uh, I would say it can happen in any arena of our lives that we feel powerless. But if we are in such a state, we have to know that we have the control of our thoughts, our feelings uh, and our, our state. But it's uh, sometimes easier said than done. And if it's so, then uh, I would recommend um, to become aware of what is in that situation we are faced. Sometimes we tend to label or interpret a situation by our past experiences and to become clear of, of what is, what was said or what happened without um putting some meaning to it Mm. and after we have done this we have to become clear of uh, what we want or uh, what's our heart's desire so if we know that we can put our focus on it and do the first steps towards this goal Mm. but if we are not aware of what we want because uh, a situation was very confusing or uh, we tended to people please for a too long time. So we have to become aware of uh, what we really want. And that's the first step towards change or towards a desired goal. And here I would recommend really to start with little steps by asking oneself, um, what do I really want now? And if yes. it's a question, either I have to choose, uh, do I want to drink a cup of, of water or a cup of lemonade? Just yes. to get that feeling, how will that feel? What do I really want? And by asking a lot of such questions, do I want to wear today uh, 
for example, red color or black color, just mm. just to, to name it that way, to be, gain that feeling back of what is it that I really want. And so we will create that feeling within us and uh, we will um, uh, be likely to know what we want in a situation if we have asked us a lot of times this question. Do you know, Andrea, I, I love what you're saying and it, um, it ties in very much with something that I have given a lot of thought to over the years and that is how much of our, our responsibility and our power we relinquish, um, we give up all through our lives because we are in situations that don't really encourage us to make decisions, that don't allow us to get a feeling for or an understanding of what making decisions feels like in the moment. Like, do I want lemonade or do I want tea? Like you said. One of the things I've actually come across is a, an exercise where uh, people actually have to sit with and feel into their bodies what the answer yes feels like and what the answer no feels like because they have very different feelings when we get to, to down to that level of being able to sense that don't they for some it is really hard to sense because mm. they uh, forget uh, to feel themselves because they was they were so oriented in the outside world that they uh, cannot feel really mm. how it feels like it's it's not always the easiest way to access through feelings yeah it's something that i suppose is you know again one of the things that we can we can lose along with that sense of having power or having control of our lives but taking the time to rediscover that personal awareness that physical awareness and you know like you said then we can help we can start to get into into the the predictions that we're making about certain things we can start to find the little holes in our own logic about what we're thinking about situations that are coming up so i would say um everyone has uh, his own biography and uh, it was a learning process uh, which brought us to that point mm. yeah and becoming aware that it was uh, it was that way, but it has not to be that way. And we have anyway the power and we have to gain it back. Mm. And some in people, if they cannot feel their body, uh, so movement will help them or some games with balls or where they pay attention to several body parts and focus on their how it feels or being at a wall and and just feeling how it feels to touch this wall behind mm -hmm. and uh, playing with a little pressure mm -hmm. and a release so we can get this sensation back yeah, I, I was uh, I was working with someone myself recently and um, she was very much in her head. You know, all of her, she, every time I asked her about a feeling or a sensation, it was related back to something that was going on in her head. And, you know, that this is, again, I suppose, something that 
we need to think about that our mind, our everything is connected in our bodies and our brains. They're all part of one system. So we're not being our fullest self, I suppose, if we've lost touch with that, are we? No, no. Uh, so uh, there, that's not one case. There are a lot of such cases, I would say. But to go out of the head and um, being able to um, take awareness back to the whole who I am, which is not just the thoughts, but the feelings, the body as well. Um, I find it uh, easy if we go, for example, out in nature and when these thoughts come, so we can decide, is it some important thoughts or a thought or insight? So we can take a note or everyone has a mobile phone so we can... Uh, Let's, uh, let a note or, or a voice on, on there and uh, then just focusing on what we can see, which colors, how they difference in the nuances of the colors, what we see or what we hear. Maybe we can hear some birds or some noises mm. or we can follow through. Or maybe we just want to observe how it is, um, how our feet uh, is touching the ground. And so we can go out of, of the mm -hmm. head back to the body by hearing, feeling, yeah. sensing. Yeah. And, and if we do that often enough, so we can clear our mind a little bit. Yeah, so it, it, what I'm hearing you saying is that we need to be present to what's happening now. Yes. Mm -hmm. mm. So we need to notice what's going on around us rather than letting our thoughts run to the past or the or the future. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And of course, being out in nature is is renowned for being able to help us to do that. It it calms our nervous system, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. So um, apart from spending time in nature and I, I guess that is uh, that's part of self-care really is is being able to take that time um, and time is something that's very interesting to this as well isn't it because it does take time um, to notice what's going on when you've got feelings of having maybe not the control over over things or the power over things in your life that you want but most of us get so caught up in running around and living a very complicated, busy life that we're maybe not taking the time to do that. Is that something that you notice? So I believe it's um, in about setting priorities. And mm. one of the priorities should be some me time where I can calm down and um, pamper myself and I believe that should be uh, planned into a calendar as well as, mm. as some uh, important um, dates. Or yeah, yeah, I think you're. Yeah, I think you're right, actually, because uh, actually the, the word that you chose there was really interesting. You, you used the word pamper, and I think that a lot of people tend to feel a bit guilty about doing that. They feel a bit guilty about taking time to treat themselves like that, but. And also they maybe think that pampering is about 
having a bubble bath or, you know, getting your nails done or <laughs> something like eating chocolates, <laughs> that kind of thing. But it could be it could be something else. It could be, you know, being out doing the garden, for instance, for some people might feel like a real treat for their their self self-care that they're getting this time to, you know, just feel the soil, tend their garden. Um, it might be reading a book. It could be anything like that. I suppose, again, this is back to this idea of knowing ourselves and knowing what self-care is for us. But if I'm not filled and mm. uh, I cannot give, it's a lo- mm. the same like with money. If I don't have money, I cannot give it. And so it's w- with my inner resources as well. If I don't have them full present Mm. within me I cannot share it with my environment and the world Mm. yeah that's absolutely true this is this is something as well I think that people probably really do need to consider that you know we we are very good at honoring our commitments to other people and sometimes we need to think about what our commitments are to ourselves and why is it that we deserve less commitment in things that we need to do for ourselves than the things that we need to do for other people. I would say we we should be on the first place because if we want to <laughs> give to the world, we have to be filled ourselves so we can give more to others. And mm. uh, by being in pampered, filled state, so others will be motivated to do the same. So uh, we will see less uh, depression and burnout out there. Mm. Mm. So let me ask you, Andrea, what's your favorite way to um, for self-care? What's the thing that you like to do to to make sure that your your being is whole? So I enjoy being in the sun, although my skin doesn't enjoy it so much. And then I love going for a walk Mm. and listening just and observing, being present and also taking fast decisions because uh, this overthinking, I feel as very energy consuming. Oh, yeah. So Mm. um, I'm a um, a lover of fast decisions. Mm -hmm. So there are maybe some decisions which uh, we cannot uh, take fast because we have to collect some facts, but then writing them all down and knowing when the time is right, we will take the decision Yeah, not to overthink it too much. Indeed, indeed. Because that, that rumination process, that uh, worrying about things, that's, um, that's not good for us, is it? No, it's not good. <laughs> so, but when we worry, we are all in the future. So maybe we are seven steps ahead and, and uh, we are concerned about things which maybe never happen. Oh, yeah, I know. It's such a waste of energy, isn't it? And yeah, (laughs) yeah. Things maybe turn out the other direction. So we lost a lot of thoughts in one direction, which mostly didn't happen that way. Yeah. And that brings us right back to the start almost, doesn't it? Where, you know, if people are worrying about things, if people are spending that time trying to predict what's going to happen in the future, that they're not present to what's happening right now and they're not maybe present to the things that are going on around them or in their bodies. And that, I suppose, can uh, can lead to a lot of uh, 
stress, unnecessary stress um, for the person and for the, the people around them. Yes. A lot of missed opportunities to be happy. Yes, yes. A lot mm. of missed opportunities because we cannot be uh, happy in the future nor in uh, the past because uh, we are now here in the present. Mm. We can just remember and think how it could be, but we cannot feel it because we are here now. Mm. Well, that is actually something interesting because, you know, the, one of the things about our, our brains is that they, they, they do like to manufacture the feelings of something, either that we're thinking about the past, if something good happened in the past or if something bad happened in the past, we can remember it and we can generate those same feelings again. And, you know, if we're worrying about something good or sorry, <laughs> worrying about something bad happening or thinking about maybe going on holiday or something good happening, then we can generate good feelings about it. But either way, our brain doesn't really distinguish between you know, it's happening right now or it's happening in some other time. So it's 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 nice to uh, to know that we can stop engaging. I I love what you said because um, when we feel lost or or unhappy, we can remember some good situation, some happy situation, and get that feeling back into our body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we can do it at any time. We can. And so we do we do have that ability. But again, it's remembering to to check ourselves, to notice when we have strayed into that downward spiral, maybe of things that we're either worried about or regretting and finding the place where we can come back to something that is more uh, helpful for us to be thinking about. Yes, it's not easy when we are in a down uh, spiral because the gap will be too too big. Although mm -hmm. our brain could do it and it will be possible, but um, we will struggle maybe because the gap is too too big, and therefore we can start with little things. Mm. So, what are the little things that you would advise people to think about? What's what's making me happy right now? Mm -hmm. uh, there are maybe uh, nice people around them and a nice community which I can talk to and uh, laugh and um, mm -hmm. have a great time. For some people, it will be enjoying um, something nice. Uh, some would love to uh, go for a massage and, and get a, f a nice feeling back. Uh, I believe um, everyone should decide what's making him or her happy because it will be for everyone something different. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. It, it Again, we come back to we've got to know ourselves. We've got to reflect on what it is that's important to us, what brings meaning and value to our lives and what it is that we can do at this point in time, what we can do now rather than something that we need you know, lots and lots of external resources for what are the things that we have available to us now? And like you say, thinking about our community or thinking about something that's happened to us, that's good. And just, you know, being grateful for those things. This is this is pretty central, isn't it, to so many resets is actually understanding what we have to be grateful for. 
Yes, and for this, we can uh, have a journal where we write down at least five uh, things we can be grateful for, for Mm. this day. And doing that each day, uh, it will become more and more we can be grateful for. That's right. And uh, like you say, the more we do it, the more we create a habit for it, the more we're open to it, the more it benefits us. And that's the thing. That's why this is always a practice, isn't it? Yes, it's a practice. (laughs) It's a practice. Andrea, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. That has been wonderful. I really appreciate your perspectives on these things and the straightforward practical advice that you have for people. So I'm sure there are people listening to this who will really appreciate what you've had to tell them today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for your invitation. It was a pleasure being with you. You're still here? Great. Look, I know there's a lot to choose from out there. So thanks for flying with Ambition Incubator Airlines. And I look forward to seeing you on board again soon. Seriously, though, thank you for tuning in. My guests and I love hearing about what inspires you on the show and what advice has made a difference in your life or work and what you'd like more of. So get in touch. If you want to know about my other work, head over to ambitionincubator.com for details. And don't forget to hit subscribe for more great interviews, advice and bite-sized brain science every week. Bye.